Welcome to the Christian Contractor Podcast. Christian Contractor Podcast. A show created for kingdom-driven Christian contractors that are focused on scaling their business in God's name while positively impacting the world around them. If you're ready to ascend from a contractor to a purpose-driven business owner, we're here to serve you. Here's your host, Brandon Guthrie. Bill Murphy on the Christian Contractor Podcast. What's up? I'm Brandon Guthrie with Dream Design Labs here on the Christian Contractor Podcast, where it's our mission to help Christian contractors bring the passion and purpose back into their business and scale it in the name of God so that we can positively impact the world through the abundance we create together. Thanks for tuning in. I'm super excited to have Bill Murphy of Solar, the Solar Cheat Code with me today. Bill, welcome and thank you for being here. Well, thanks for having me, Brandon and Thomas. Really appreciate it. Excited to be here. So awesome, man. So great to, to, to have you here. Such a influential person in the space and uh you know you reached out and you're like dude i'm a jesus freak have me on yeah. i'm like yes yeah me too let's go <laughs> so fun to yeah no it's great contractors that are that are in fire for the lord i mean that when he sucked me into this and i started meeting people like you and other people i was like wow this is awesome i view it as another cheat code literally and i think Amen. far too few people uh are really plugged in enough to to think of it that way. So yeah, mm, mm, that maybe we didn't title this the ultimate cheat code, <laughs> the everything cheat code. The everything yeah, there you go. Code. I love that. Amazing. So uh, Tom, open us up in a quick prayer, and uh, we'll jump right into it. Yeah. Oh Lord, we just are so thankful and blessed and. Lord, uh, for me, I just want to walk into your presence this morning with these men, men you've called, men that are leading, men that are leading other men, Lord, men you've empowered. And Lord, we uh, it's so fun. We just come and lay ourselves down before your throne, Father. We desire that you would glorify yourself through our lives and through our companies. And Father, that you would bless, that you would do things that we can't imagine or think, and that it would be you, the senior partner of our companies, Lord, leading us every step of the way. Would you just be here in the middle of this conversation? And, and Lord, we cry out that your son would be glorified here in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 So good. Amen. So good. So, dude, Bill Murphy, thank you so much for being here. Christian contractors yeah, listening in right now. Um, pumped to have Bill Murphy on. And, uh, dude, let, I would love to hear your story, your testimony, how that's impacted, how God has impacted you and your business, and how that's the cheat code for you. Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks again, uh, Thomas and Brandon, for having me. Um, yeah, you know, I, I always view myself as like a late bloomer in a lot of things. And, you know, really discovering my connection with my faith uh, is not um, immune to that. I think it took me personally too long, uh, probably deep into my 20s to even start to uh, almost Same. it's like witness your thoughts from an outsider point of view. You know what I'm saying? Like really start to pay attention to <clears throat> why you're thinking what you're thinking. Anyway, mm. I got into I cut into home service contracting. Um, in 2013 and you know, ultimately it's funny because I came from gold's gym and I used to sell gym memberships. Everybody and came from some kind of gym membership sales. <laughs> it was like the Cutco, right. Of the, yep. 
And I think it was really strange. It, well, it was enlightening rather to, to have to sit across a, you know, a little cocktail table and try to convince someone who clearly needs a gym membership that this thing, this 1999 membership could actually save your life. And it would be, you'd spend an hour with them really difficult to convince them. And they would end up still taking the seven day free pass, you know? And it's just like, when I made the switch over to solar power, it was like the first solar system. They're like $50,000. That's a no brainer. <laughs> I, thought, I thought, wow. Okay. So I'm in the, I'm in the right industry at this point. Um, so, you know, it was, it was, that was back in 2013. And then the, the marketing side of things, I started going door to door for these sales and I started purchasing at the same time online leads. And I would always go up against the same, in, uh, solar power companies, mm-hmm. uh, every single lead that I would purchase, right? So it'd just be a price battle to get someone to go with you. And I started going through the, um, the actual marketing funnels that homeowners would. So I could sort of like investigate like who would call me, right? So I could see if I wanted to purchase Mm -hmm. leads from that source. That's essentially what it was. So this is back in like 2015, right? Before funnel hacking was even a thing. Mm -hmm. And I started learning how to do like the simple landing pages because I saw how basic what they were doing was mainly how uh, misleading some of the the hooks were, right? Like free government panels and things of that nature. Um, Mm -hmm. And I started recreating those types of funnels for myself in 2016. And it really, I remember the first time I opened one up was in Houston and had like 150 leads in 30 days, like $10 a piece. And I got a bunch of sales and it was like this, eureka moment and we used it to grow the solar power company which is now called Greenlight solar uh in texas um they they do hundreds of installs a month currently so they're they're one of the larger epcs and it was it was sort of a couple years into that where i started essentially posting online what i was doing and how other sales reps could sort of hack through and do the same thing. And I called it the solar cheat code. Like, mm. you know, cause most people have to go door to door, right? Like that's 99% of the lead generation. So I was like, well, what if you could still go door to door, but also, you know, have this thing running in the background? Like why not mm. look at it as, yeah. as a supplemental revenue stream? And, and it worked so well. Um, you know, it became uh, a very popular coaching product, essentially, you know, 2000, 2000 solar guys signed up in about four years and that's that was sort of my intro to uh like the coach like it became a coach online <clears throat> which was wasn't the intention uh at the beginning the intention was just like i can't keep this superpower to myself you know like other people should have the solar cheat code like it should be it should be for everyone in this industry that's how i thought about it and i think that was part of the reason why it was so successful. I wasn't doing it for the money. Like I knew the money was, I knew people would pay money for it. Like I just knew it, but I also knew like they'd probably get hundreds of X return on their investment. So like, that means I have the responsibility to actually do to like promote it. Like I was always confident promoting it. Cause I knew the, the impact the implications. Um, that company developed into more of a done for you service. So now we act as essentially fractional CMOs for solar companies, right? Like we'll come in and do the whole marketing campaign and uh, based on the company's objectives and like really, you know, be that, uh, that marketing officer department 
and it's funny because I never wanted to do that. I never wanted to, to, <laughs> to be in the done for you services. Cause I'm telling you, everyone loves a coach. Mm. They do. Mm-hmm. They love, and they love a good coach and I'm a good coach. And I knew if I started doing things for people, that relationship changes. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's a very much um, different relationship you form with people. And ultimately, you know, like I put in the document before I didn't give you much time to review it, but I had to really think about um, if what I was doing with these people was the right thing for them, <laughs> because mm-hmm. if it wasn't, then I would feel crappy about doing it. You know, if I, if I took on a client, I shouldn't have, and I knew that they, you know, they shouldn't spend their last few grand on this, then, um, then it would start to affect me and in my motivation to grow that business model. Right. So, but then I had other clients that I would do things for and they became multimillionaires. And I thought, well, I have to do this then, you know, like if they're, if I can help those people, I got to help those people. (laughs) You know, it's just coming to that realization that, you know, I couldn't help everyone. Yeah. I mean, it was ba- it's basically like the um the law of the law of the jungle essentially it's like natural you know so as soon as i started accepting that i couldn't help everyone i felt better about yeah yeah you know Bill, helping I, I, the people that like yeah uh, i was just it was so funny because you share that i spent uh 27 years uh, overseas training pastors national pastors in africa and mexico yeah. and probably the hardest part of it was, you know, 50% of the people who started a two year course dropped out within six months, you know, and, and some dropped out in like a really negative way, you know? And I remember going to the Lord and just going, man, I said, am I failing? What I mean, should I not do this? Am I not good at this? Why are half the people I'm, I'm, I'm trying to train failing? You know, is it me? And I remember the Lord really spoke to me and he said, you know, uh, many are called and few are chosen. He said, you didn't, it's not a failure if somebody comes and, and, and tries to go into a thing that's full-time ministry, let's say full-time missions really is a hard calling, and they realize this isn't what I'm called to do. I'm going to go back to my local church. He said, "That's the, it, it may look like a failure, but it's not. And so you got to be able to, I love that you said, you got to be able to take the ones that, that are moving in the space that you're doing and ex- excelling in, right? And let them excel in the ones that don't, you got to be able to go, well, this, maybe this, maybe you weren't ready for that many calls, or maybe it just didn't work for your personality, your style of business, but, but you got to be able to know that you can't help everybody. I think that's really good. Yeah. And to add to that, uh, I've, I've gone through the same existential, existential crisis or whatever you want to call it. But, uh, and I went to God and I prayed, I asked for clarity, who am I supposed to serve? You know, and, and I, and I prayed about that day in and day out, day in and day out. And I felt like the more I prayed about the more clarity I got. And for, for me, it started to get a lot more clear about who I'm supposed to serve. I'm sure you've had a a similar experience. Uh, Yeah. And you can be, you can use it once you start to kind of realize that's, that's how business works. You can start to optimize, uh, in the right direction, because even if you think in terms of um, being pragmatic with like customer support, right? Customer support by design spends most of their time supporting the people who have the least amount of, of chance to succeed, right? Because they're the squeakier wheel, if you will, like the best clients, you never even talk to them. So it's like, it's so easy for a customer service representative to get sort of tainted down in the dumps. You, know, you got to keep making sure they have enough exposure mm. to win. 
and almost yeah. be be proactive enough to give them more exposure to wins, right? Than the losses because they're going to be dealing with those people more on a day to day. Um, so yeah, it's just it's good to recognize that um, and be able to have influence over um, you know how people receive that inside your business because it is a you know it's a tough thing for account managers, you know. <laughs> but yeah, whether you're doing roof, I mean, it's all. Anyone who's in customer service hears the worst, hears the bad stuff. You know, they don't, they don't get the reviews or anything like that. So it's like, got to put yeah. it in front of them. Yeah. So, yeah. Awesome. Awesome. And then, so, uh, continue. So the journey shifted over to uh, done for you and here we are today or. Yeah. You know, it's, um, the, the cheat code has always been about creating an, like res removing resistance for both homeowners to get solar and salespeople to get homeowners. Like it was sort of a meet in the middle sort of approach. And, um, the, the big developments that we've been working on, we, we essentially have two, two business models. One's a done for you service. The other one's basically, basically like a tech, like we're trying to develop how much, how much of the sales process can we do inside of, um, landing pages and things of that nature. Right. Mm. And, it, and it's really mainly because, well, about two years ago, I had a, we had a partnership with Alex Ramosi. Alex Ramosi took on solar cheat code as a portfolio company and we developed remote rainmaker, which was a, like we would like the salespeople would pay us per appointment and, but they'd have to install through us. So the idea was to almost do like a decentralized, like a la carte sales organization where you can like purchase a $300 appointment. And if it doesn't show, you don't pay. Right. And, and the installation goes through us. So we would just make money on the installation of the system. And it sold very, very well, mm. which I knew it would. We we're up to 150 reps within three months. And those guys were pumping out close to 75 like sales, like over the phone sales. And I, I quickly realized that a lot of these sales reps were, um, I, I hate to use the word misleading, but it's almost like they weren't, um, they weren't really familiar with it enough to be accurate with a, a lot of these systems and you know pr productions were in question and and these types of things um in the overall the overall communication from sale to the to the designer and the install crew was so broken and analog and mm. we we decided to shut down that business First of all, we started it going into quarter four, which is like the worst quarter start a sales organization in the solar industry. Mm, oh yeah. The installations, I mean, it was just insane. Um, but we started, we, we saw all the things we're like, what if with, what if we could tie all these systems together, you know, and almost have like an MLS of solar type technology, right? Where from lead generation, they're on the blockchain essentially. And they, and you can see what was sold and what should be installed. Cause even like the differences between what is on the contract and what hits the roof is astonishingly inconsistent. Hmm. And it's wild that that's the case, but I understand why, um, the availability, uh, supply channels, all these things. Mm, yeah. But it, it's almost as if there should be some sort of string chain of, of evidence. Doesn't it make sense? So we started doing th this type of tech build. We call it solar buy. And, and the, the, the prep, the idea here is to um, be able to allow homeowners to a 
they just input their address and we can we can pull their their consumption from their house and we can calculate how many panels they would need and then we can tell them what what the cost might be what the savings might be these types of things and we're able to position the very next step before anything is just a soft credit pull because we don't really know what mm-hmm. we can do no sense in doing the design and the sales appointment if you can't even qualify right so we, that's the next step which it's one of the big things that we i discovered was people are more willing to do a soft credit pull than they are to do a sales appointment mm-hmm. oh and i kind of thought that would be true Very interesting. but it was pretty cool to see it actually come to fruition and we're working with a couple tech companies to actually begin to uh, have these homeowners essentially um, just sort of transition into project management with with very little commitment because everything hinges on the on the site survey, right? Like we don't for a people can cancel and they do. Right. Mm, yeah. And we don't necessarily have a, a true idea of what it looks like until that site survey is complete. So why not just remove the resistance to get people to the site survey? Because yeah. if the numbers check out, um, and if the numbers don't check out, you wouldn't do it, right? Mm, right. So like the installer wouldn't do it. They wouldn't want that that headache, right? And and if if the homeowner expectations are met and they move forward, then it seems to be that there's less cancellation and there's more transparency. And um, so that's sort of the idea is to I don't want to say remove the salesperson, but remove the friction in the sales process, right? Mm, um, yeah, and that, that's essentially what we're working on now, which is very exciting. Nothing's not nothing's turning revenue. We're not making money with it yet, but it is what we've built so far is, in my opinion, going to be game changer. So I'm excited about that piece of it. Wow, that's that's so interesting. So the the funnel process, essentially, yeah, you're doing a lot of calculations, getting soft polls. You're able to do a large part of the sales process on the funnel in the tech. Uh, is that correct? We're just allowing, we're allowing people to, to go as far as they want in the moment. It seems like, mm-hmm. cause we would just add, like, we don't sacrifice the conversion. Um, mm-hmm. still get the conversion. Right. Get the conversion. It's just like, okay, you've done this. Let's additional. You, you want, do this. Do you want fries with that concept? Commitment, consistency, bias. Like take one step they take the next step. Hey, they might take the third step. I mean, there's, we're having people sign letter of intent. Um, it's, you know, we're getting actual signatures in the funnel. So they're, yeah, people are signing up before they're even like, they'll get DQ'd. They don't know they get DQ'd financing and then they sign the agreement. So it's like, they're, it's just cool to see, like, cause we, we split test this against a couple human sales orgs, like same marketing campaign, mm-hmm. 50% of the budget goes to solar buy and 50% goes to us. And they had, um, and this sales org is very, very good. Like high converting guy, guy's name is Jared Bringhurst. Like he's a crackerjack. He got like seven credit pulls and three approvals for like $3,500 in, in budget, which is really good. Right. Yeah. And that's good. Uh, we ended up getting 21 credit applications in, in the same, in the same budget. So it, it's just, cause we were just allowing, we were allowing people to do it themselves essentially. Um, wow. You know, so yeah, it, it seems as if that's how, that's how I would want to do it. I'd kind of want to, uh, you know, just do it myself, my phone. So that's wow. what we're working on. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's so amazing. And, uh, for, for contractors listening in right now that are interested in this process, how can they learn more about this process? 
Yeah. So you can always go to gosolarchico.com and, you know, you can jump on the call with one of our team and uh, they'll sort of give the details about, we, we can do a few different things together, right? We have different ways we can work together, but um, uh, yeah, it's, you know, I think the cheat code essentially is we're, we're sort of on the, um, we're always trying to develop that, that easier way to do it. Right. So if you're a member, you end up getting access to that sort of thing. So it's, you know, early. Got it. Got it. I love that. That's, that's amazing. Um, so definitely, definitely we'll be checking that one out. And also, so the everything cheat code, talk to me a little bit about how the everything cheat code has influenced your journey. So it, it really, it, it didn't hit me until I started re-listening to, I forget even how I came across it, but it was Psalm 91 and Psalm 23. Uh, you know, Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing through him, through him, all things are possible. And it was, it was kind of like, yeah, like how could Elon Musk have the wherewithal to like run these $3 billion companies and still have six or seven kids? He's doing it all. And I think a lot, a lot of the frame of mind has been, you know, focus on one thing, this type of thing. Well, he's clearly um, showing that you're capable of a lot more than you think you are. And it's ultimately like, if you're, if you have the same makeup as an Elon Musk, like you're, you're the same thing. You're a human being. It's like you, you literally by definition have the potential. And I think just people don't, the real depression uh, that I see is people just don't realize their potential. They don't know. You know what I mean? They, They actually do things actively that steer them in the opposite direction of realizing their potential, whether it be things they consume, uh, you know, um, people they hang out with, the, just the repeatable actions, right? It's like, it's almost like they're a prisoner of themselves, but you know, the, so the everything cheat code, which we just, we just came up with that guys, everyone right before this podcast, <laughs> but essentially it's like, if you really understand that y- you have all of the infinite resources of the universe, mm. you do just like by oh. birth, you do, then it's like, you can, your problems seem so much more. Uh, manageable, right? Um, so it's almost like your responsibility to use as many resources as you can. Um, so yeah. Mm-hmm. And Tom, I'd love for you to hop on that one. I know you got something. Yeah, it's just um, thank God for my wife. That's what I would say. Uh, you know, there's nothing like being married to an exhortative prayer warrior. She drives me crazy and blesses my socks at the same time. And um, just a little bit about me, me, Bill, I opened, uh, I'm a pastor, been a missionary, I opened a construction company maybe 14 months ago. And uh, we did like 1.3 million my first year. And uh, about four or five months ago, I was like, I pulled over in my van and just cried and like, I'm done. This is way too much work. I'm not doing this. I'm running a full-time church. I'm running a full-time missions organization. I'm running a full-time contracting company. It's new. I'm working from six in the morning till nine at night. I haven't had a day mm-hmm. off in four months. I quit. I'm done. Lord, it's over. I just I'm, I did. And I go home and she goes, wait, 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 wait. Hold on. I heard that sermon. I think it was four weeks ago. I can do all things through what we say that again. Repeat that after me. I can do all mm-hmm. things through Christ. Who's mm-hmm. me. And I'm like, shut up right now just leave me alone and let me just fail okay and um but i tell you i think you're right i think uh you know so often it's the last three months of just pushing through something i know you you, you've obviously been through that where you're 
you're just going on Jesus, Jesus, Jesus. I think I just sang over and over a song, you know, trust, I kept repeating this verse, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding, acknowledge me in all your ways and I will direct your steps. And I'm like, dude, you better do that. And I just kept repeating the verse, right? And about three, four months ago, we popped through. I haven't worked a day since other than just minor manage, right? And I'm about to jump back in and we're going to try to double this year because I was just praying whether we were going to coast or we were going to grow. But uh, but yeah, that faithfulness, that that that's someone to go to when there's no one to go to. That that's a that's a resource, let me tell you. And yeah, it's exciting to see what God's doing through you. Real blessing. I, I, it's funny, we were just talking before you jumped on about uh my visions i had done sales and, and and stuff all my life so me and brandon are developing some things and trying to figure out how we're going to make all that work so it's really exciting to hear your story and how you moved from just contracting into coaching i love that i think uh, more christian men need to do that because uh you know it's a space where i think i'm shocked how many christians are in the contracting business i mean i'm it's really i had no idea and so for me it's a huge opportunity and then I'll give you just last two minutes at church. I, I, I'm in Rancho Santa Margarita, Southern California. And mm-hmm. I, I came from like, you know, hammock four hours a day on the beach, right? In a little fishing village in Boca del Rio. And so I was like, dude, these people can't do ministry. They're just way too busy. They're all CEOs. They're all managers. They're all working 60 hours a week. They come to church. They got soccer problems. They got, you know, and I'm like, right. how do I engage these people in church, Lord? You know, and guy was like, open a construction company. And I was like, what? Yeah. And so I opened they a construction in their company. Home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what it is? What I found out is I got to do minute. If you're, if you're going to be in South Orange County, you got to be doing ministry at work, period. Yeah. So we pray before we go in and see a client. We put on Christian music in the client's house, right? We, we, mm-hmm. we, 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 they're going through the stress of a remodel or a leak. And so we just see them when they're in a stress and we're like, Hey, can we pray for you really quick? And they trip out that the contractor wants to pray for them, you know? And so we just been building that. Yeah. I am a plumber that encouraged me into the business said, pastor, I got a question. I said, what he said, how many houses do you visit in Rancho Santa Margarita monthly? I said like one or two. He said, well, I'm in like 70 and I pray for like 40 of them. He said, I think I'm doing more ministry mm-hmm. than you. You should oh, definitely open a contracting company. And I was like, whoa, dude, calm down for a minute. But but then I started being in the pulpit and saying, hey, guys, your workplace is your mission field. End of subject. So if you're not doing ministry right. in your mission field, you're failing at ministry, right? And, and now a year of that, right? And I got like five or six full-time Bible studies at different corporations in my area that leaders from our church are teaching, right? Okay, I mean, it's okay. been, yeah, it's been a blessing, man. Well, yeah, it seems as if you sort of vibrate yourself into the, into like-minded people, you know? Yeah. Um, that's great. Well, congratulations on your, on your growth. That's fantastic. Yeah. yeah it's yeah, been good. That's, I love that. I love that, that, uh, you know, work is your mission field and I love the everything cheat code. I think yeah. that, uh, we're going to, we're going to have to unpack that even further. I know today is a quick, uh, a quick one today. Uh, it's an honor bill to have you on Tom as well. Have you both on today, um, for us to, to jump into a little bit about, about your story, how you got to where you're at and how, uh, you know, we, we, I think we discovered something monumental, the everything cheat code. And I think yeah, it's good. definitely going to be going places. And uh, I'm, I'm very excited for that. So Bill, thanks for, for unpacking that and uh, being here, sharing your story. 
Um, and I think what's going to have to happen is we're going to have to have you on for another episode to unpack that a little bit further. What do you say? Yeah, I'd like to do that. I'd All like right. to do that. The everything she oh. could. Yeah, you guys, you guys are inspiring, Amazing. man. I, I, I just want to tell you guys, keep, keep doing what you're doing and keep sharing because you guys are inspiring guys that are getting started. And we, I, I appreciate you both. Hundred percent. And Excellent. yeah, for appreciate Christian contractors listening in right now, I, I pray that they are inspired, and I pray that I know that there's a, a big revival that that is upon us, uh, a big awakening. Uh, what I I call them uh, I call them sleeper Christians. You know. There's a lot of sleeper Christians out there, and uh, where where right we 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 say on some legal ballot that we're a Christian, but are we truly living that out? Right. Are, yeah. Do we truly have love for Christ? Are we dying more to ourselves every day, and Christ living through us more and more? And you know, et cetera, et cetera. Go ahead. I heard someone describe it as uh, like not knowing you're the boss's son at work. Woo! <laughs> you know, that's good. Like, that's good. If you just imagine how like stress-free you would be if your dad owned the company. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, that's kind of how you want to think about it. Yes. That's really good. That's, I, I'll tell you, I went to, I went to Nicaragua and, and, and I seen this yoke of oxen. We were building a church and they brought this two-wheeled cart with two oxen to bring the gravel to do the cement. I'm like, oh my goodness. And um, the, the, I'd never seen a yoke. So the one is this big arch over a big old ox and the other is a smaller arch over a younger ox. And I was like, well, how do you do that? And he was like, they carve that so that the big ox pulls 90% of the load and the younger ox just waddles along pulling almost none of the load, but he's learning to pull a load. And I thought, take my yoke upon you and my yoke is light and the burden is easy. I never understood the verse, man. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that connection. And that's what you were saying, right? Dad's in the dad's the big ox, right? Yeah. I'm just I'm yeah. just coming. That's what we've been thinking. Of. I'm like, yeah, that's it. Dad's the senior partner. Dad's the big ox. I'm just as long as I stay walking next to dad, he's pulling ninety percent of the weight anyway. So that's it connected me to yeah. your story. Yeah, amazing. I can't mess with the boss's son. That's amazing. Hundred percent, hundred percent. And I heard someone say it like this before. He said, "If you knew you had Elon Musk on speed dial and he'd help you solve all of your business problems every single day, why would you not utilize that resource? You have that. It's called the Holy Spirit. <laughs> Amen. Every single day. And I was actually Toby Woodowis. Shout out to Toby Woodowis. He was on before. He's a Christian contractor as well. Uh, Tom was uh, Tom. We actually went out to Mexico, built some homes out there. Yes, together. yes. So that was a blessing." Bill, we'd love yep. to invite you out there if you want to join us. We're going November 7th to 10th to 2024. So oh, okay. join yeah, us. plenty of time for me to. A lot of fun. I was shocked how, how much I enjoyed that, really. It was good times. And ideally, so the, the whole the whole mission of the Christian Contractor podcast yeah. and the Christian Contractor Mastermind group, the, the, the conglomeration is to bring Christian contractors together to be able to do things like that. Create abundance through our businesses. Mm -hmm. Be good stewards of the mm -hmm. gifts that's being given to us. Create abundance yep. so that we can be the boots and the hands and feet of Jesus, literally, not figuratively. Yeah. Uh, I, I love and support. Everyone has a different journey, but the calling on my heart is to actually be boots on the ground. I mean, hands and feet of Jesus impact lives face to face. Uh, I love, like I said, everyone's journey is different. Some people are donating to charities and that's great. You know, they need that. But I think, there's a finger, there's a toe, there's a arm, there's a leg. Each of us have different functions of the body. We're all different bodies of the body of Christ. 
Um, but I'm the piece of the body that's, I'm probably the hand that's going to get out there or the foot mm -hmm. that's going to be booted on the ground that wants to be out there. That's just what's on my heart. Um, and for Christian contractors that align with that, I'd love for us to band together, team up, have the same goal. We all have the same goal in mind is to glorify God through what we're doing mm -hmm. through our gifts um, and create that abundance so that we can do those things and please God. There's nothing we can do to earn our salvation, but we can please mm -hmm. God um, and we can love on God and we can uh, love our brothers and sisters, create disciples of the nations, be the hands and feet of Jesus, the salt and light of the earth. And those are the commands Amen. that we've gotten from Jesus. And we can do those things through our businesses. So um, that's my prayer right. is that uh, we can band together. Uh, any Christian co contractors listening in right now, I want to band in together and hop on the bandwagon. There's the, God's, God's moving something. It's definitely not us. It is him 100%. We cannot do it without him. This is all him, 0% us. And, uh, uh, but he's doing something. So for any Christian contractors, I want to hop on the bandwagon. We're rolling. We're excited. Um, and uh, once again, just appreciate you guys being here. And, uh, and it, yeah, it's going to be a good one for sure. Yeah, I'm totally interested. He's on. Very he's cool. On. Bill, God bless you. Nice meeting you guys. Nice seeing you again, Brandon. Nice meeting you, Bill. <laughs> you too, Thomas. 100%. So once again, Bill, Tom, thank you for being here. Uh, once again, let's let's recap one last thing. Bill and Tom both, where can people find you? Let's start with Bill, then we'll, get, we'll do Tom. Yeah, you can just find me at gosolarcheatcode.com uh, or any of the Bill Murphy Facebook pages. Very cool. Yeah, it's getting, I'm getting like that too. I'm starting to grow. I'd say the easiest way is uh, calvaryrsm.net. Uh, that's the church. And uh, we're superiorhomerenovations.net on, on the business. And uh, coming quickly, going quickly, Edge of the Sword podcast on Spotify. Uh, we're teaching pastors, leaders, anybody who wants to grow in advanced discipleship, 30-minute uh, shows every week coming out on hard things that churches don't talk about. So if you're interested in that, Spotify, uh, Edge of the Sword Ministries, we'd love to have you follow us. Guys, check him out. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Christian Contractor Podcast. I'm Brandon Guthrie with Dream Design Labs. If you're a Christian contractor that wants to take territory in God's name, learn how we do just that at go.dreamdesignlabs.com forward slash case dash study. Check it out. It's free. I guarantee you'll get great value from the content. Remember, marketing doesn't have to be hard. All you need is the right tools and the right heart to serve. Till next time, stay blessed. Bill and Tom, thank you for being here. Thank you. Thank you.